Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 162 with Rebelpreneur Ralph Brogdon. Hi, this is Ralph Brogdon, and you are listening to Heart Sales Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I am so super excited to have Ralph on the show today because he helps you to master your message. And he said something that really stood out to me. We don't not need more echoes. We need more voices. So I hope that with this episode, you will find more of your voice. Ralph is a best-selling author and media consultant with professional degrees in psychology, marketing and strategic communication. He and his clients have been featured on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, USA Today and The Huffington Post. And he is a producer of WCKG Radio in Chicago and the host of Rebelpreneur Radio, where I had the opportunity to be interviewed by him. That was a fun interview. So I really wanted to have Ralph on the show today. So let's tune in. I'm so, super excited to have Ralph on the show today. Welcome to Heart Cells. Thank you for inviting me. It's a real pleasure to be with you, Christine. Yeah, it's wonderful. We had a deeper conversation already in the past, and I really liked what you are up to, what you're doing. And it's so important because you are the master of the message, and you obviously help people to master their message. And when people can master their message, sales becomes easier because other people have the opportunity to relate and to actually have an idea what the person does so they can buy from them. Can you tell us when you discovered that this was really an important piece of selling? Absolutely. Uh, but for me, um, I, I think I probably made the discovery between... Um, undergraduate and graduate school. And it's something that I had discovered in 25 years of business, focusing on marketing and selling and copywriting and all of the different marketing strategies that we use to try and attract people, to try to get them to buy our products and services. And so um, I, I, as I studied for a psychology and marketing degree, I thought, you know, um, to better understand why people buy, I should understand psychology. So um, psychology is the study of human behavior. Marketing is the study of consumer behavior. And since most consumers are human, I thought that, that made sense. Uh, what I discovered, uh, whether we are trying to solve a psychological problem or whether we are trying to persuade people to take action for our brand or our business, the common denominator there is communication. It's what we say, how we say it, how we communicate with other people. And so having that, uh, having that revelation there of the link between psychology and marketing led me to um, explore another field of strategic communication. And so I pursued a master's degree in strategic communication, and I'm about to enter a PhD program in communication. So I've really kind of shifted my whole focus of my business and professional career um, away from marketing, but to go deeper, to, to really explore what is it that causes people to want to do business with you. And the, you know, the old saying that I repeat quite a bit is people want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Um, but how do we communicate 
in a way that causes people to know us, like us, and trust us without sounding like we're trying to sell them something or trying to work some kind of uh, hocus pocus on them. And uh, so that's what strategic communication is. One of the functions of strategic communication is not not just to sell products and services in a marketing context, but to sell ideas, to get people excited about an idea. And then if the product or, or service furthers that idea, reinforces you or supports you in the pursuit of, of whatever it is you're passionate about, then it, it makes sense. And so it's really, um, re- really revolutionized my whole approach to marketing and sales. And uh, so that led me to master your message. How can I help people to better communicate who they are, what they do for people? And what I found is that most people are brilliant at whatever it is that they do, but not necessarily brilliant at describing that and explaining that in a way that other people can see it and recognize it and value it. And if they don't know you exist and they they can't appreciate the value that you bring, uh, then they can't pay you for it. And so they lose and you lose as well. So that's... uh, really where the focus of my professional and my academic career is now is helping to figure out how organizations, people, brands, businesses can master their message and create more influence, impact, and income in the world. Yeah, I I just love that. And it's so important. I remember when I started out, how difficult it was to describe what I was doing. And I know that people always have that as a stumbling block because they want to help everybody, right? And they want to do everything. So what what kind of advice could you give people that might want to sell more? Where do they need to look to get an idea of what do they even need to change to actually master their message? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I take people, take my clients through a process, um, and it's a three-step process that is based on the three rules of communication. And those three rules are, number one, have something worth saying. Number two, say it well. And number three, say it often. So I'd like to take my clients through that three-step process. First of all, with have something worth saying, and that is that correlates to finding your voice. And what I find is that a lot of people jump into the sales and marketing arena. Uh, they get into online marketing, internet marketing, and they tend to emulate what they see other people doing that seem to be successful. And so they begin to adopt uh, the same strategies, the same tactics, the same language the same copy, the same look and feel, and because they don't know what to do. So they just emulate what they see other people doing. And the challenge with that is they haven't really found their voice. They haven't made a a deep connection. They don't really know who they are yet. And yet they're trying to persuade other people that they should buy their stuff. And so it doesn't come across as authentic. They haven't found their voice. Uh, so before, and definitely, I would say, um, understanding your audience, creating your avatar, um, understanding who it is you're trying to reach, we can't start there. We have to go there at some point. But it, it, to begin with, I can't communicate anything to anyone unless I'm unless I have sufficiently persuaded myself. 
if I have persuaded myself, if I know who I am, if I know the value I bring, and I know the transformation that I can create in people's lives, then the message flows and I don't have to sound like somebody else. I can master my message first by finding my own voice, finding out who I am. So it's really the, the, the first step is to really dive deep, it's to dive deep into who you are, what you're all about, what are your values? What are you passionate about? Eventually we're going to make that shift to, okay, now how can we deliver value to other people? How can we create transformation in other people's lives? Um, but that's the second step, which is master your message. Once we have found our voice and once you have found your unique voice, your unique passion, your unique approach, and it could be something as simple as even just your point of view has value, has uniqueness, something that no one else can duplicate. Once you know what that is, the other benefit of it is it gives you confidence. And a lot of the people that when they first come to me, they know they have an idea of, of wanting to make a difference in the world, have an idea of wanting to create transformation. Um, but they, they're victims of what has been called this imposter syndrome, where uh, they're not too sure that they are all that they think that they are. And that comes across in the lack of confidence. Uh, so that's a great benefit. Finding, finding your voice ensures that you have something worth saying and that it is unique to you. The next part is, you now how do we craft that? How do we find the language to describe what is indescribable? Once we discover who you are, then we can find your unique voice. We can begin to master your message. Um, and then, and only then should we share it with the world. So, uh, a lot of people, they want to start with sharing it with the world and they haven't mastered it yet. And so that's where I think a lot of the frustration comes from, um, it, especially with internet marketing. And you send out emails and you don't get a response. You run Facebook ads and you don't get a response. Or worse, you get just enough of, re of response to keep you engaged, but not enough to really break through and achieve the, the success uh, that you're capable of achieving. And so um, for me, everything just comes back down to mastering your message. If you master your message, the marketing takes care of itself and marketing then becomes fun. You're just sharing your message with the world and it doesn't feel like selling. It doesn't feel like manipulation. Uh, we could call it spiritual selling. Uh, I like to call it mindful marketing, but it all comes back down to mastering your message. Yeah, to really putting out who are you at your core, because mm -hmm. people connect with people, they buy your energy first, and then they have like the excuse of your product that supports them. But really, they are drawn in to people that have that something that they don't have. And I, I yeah. found that's in their personality. So mm -hmm. when, when, when I see my self purchasing things, I always have a look at the person who sells them. And if it's not a good salesperson and I don't really relate and I don't need the product to survive, I'm just not going to buy from them. I'm going to look into other places so that I have this good experience. Yeah. So I love isn't how it funny? you describe that. Yeah. It, isn't it funny how we make decisions not based on logic, we justify them on logic, but we make decisions based on how we feel about, about yeah. someone. Yeah. And, Brands, uh, we make decisions when we go to a website. 
we judge that website in the first you know, microsecond, whether it's legitimate or not, based on how it looks. We judge books by the cover. If the cover looks good, the book must be good, even if it's not. Uh, this is what triggers us. We are visually motivated. And so branding is very important. Um, and creating the right creating the right feeling, but connecting with people on a human level. And that's where technology will never be able to replace that. We can create funnels and build automated sequences to do a lot of the heavy lifting, but you're never going to be able to completely remove the human equation and H2H, human to human marketing. Uh, we are wired to tell stories and to communicate with one another. And so let's embrace that and let's get better at communicating who we are and what we have to offer to people so that it doesn't feel like we're doing something strange or something that is weird when we talk about our business or talk about our service. But we learn to do it in a way that is genuine, it's authentic, and it, it feels really good because we know that we're making a difference in, in people's lives and who wouldn't want that? Yeah, so, so true. So I have now, I have figured out who I am. I'm able to package it. And then you said, repeat it often. So when I started in my sales career, I was really interested in selling high ticket live events over the phone. You know, you did your pitch, you answered the question, you overcame the objections, and then you made an appointment to figure out like, is the person going to spend that much money? Yes or no. And what I found myself doing in that second call, I did not repeat things because I was speaking to general managers, owners of companies, like really smart people. And I felt when I repeat myself, they will catch on that I'm repeating myself. So they might think that I think that they are dumb. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I did not do that, but I learned I have to do that because people don't remember things. So when you say repeat yourself often, can you give us some guidelines on that so that sure. people don't sound like a broken record? Sure. Well, to, to say it often, um, back to your point, I think it, it's, it's truthful that as marketers, as advertisers, I know that we get tired of our message before other people do. That's the first thing. Um, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, they'll run advertising or run marketing or send out a series of emails and they figure everyone else has seen and heard this. They're tired. They don't want to hear it anymore. And what really is happening is we get tired of hearing it because we have, we've lived it for hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks. And so we're tired of it and we're ready to move on. Uh, but we forget that a lot of people are just being exposed to that message for the first time. Uh, so that's the first point. The second point is it takes so much more today to be able to get somebody's attention. Um, you know, they update these statistics every so often. I think now they are saying something like 10,000 marketing messages per day, even if, wow. if it's only 5,000, uh, the chances that they're going to see you and respond to you the very first time you send a message to them is, is 
uh, not great. And so then the question is, how many times do we need to reach out before they, before you even register in their consciousness that you exist? And some people say it's 12 times. Some people say it's 21 times. Um, I think all of that means the better we are at mastering our message, the more impactful we become and the more efficient we become in how often we have to reach out. Um, but when you think about the great communicators in history, and I, I look to examples like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. He had a message and that message was something that, that, he repeated and he continually put before people. So how often would you want to be inspired by that? How often would you want to be motivated by that? Um, if, if we have really mastered our message and we are connecting with people in a really deep way so that it's not all about me, it's not, you know, the message is not by my stuff. The message is I have a dream. And whatever that dream is, if we are communicating that in a way that speaks to people deeply, uh, I don't think they'll get tired of it. I think they'll find it is refreshing compared to all the other noise that's out there. Um, so uh, I would not worry about saying it too often. I would worry about not saying it often enough. If you want to change the world. You can't just reach out to people once a month. You can't reach out to people once a week. You need to be reaching out to them every single day. And if that sounds challenging or frightening or intimidating, then all it means is you still haven't found your voice because once you find your voice and once you connect with that passion, you're going to shout it from the housetops you're going to repeat it day in and day out. You don't care how many times people have heard it. And the ones who are really your fans, the ones that you really connect with, they don't care. They love it. They want to hear it as often as possible. The ones who it doesn't resonate with, they'll tune out and they'll move on. And that's okay. And this goes back to what you said earlier, Christine, about trying to reach everybody. Uh, fact is, you can't reach everybody. The great message that attracts people to you is also going to repel people from you. So I, I, I don't know who said it, but someone said that if you are an author and you haven't collected any negative reviews yet, then you haven't really mastered your message, so to speak. You, you haven't really tapped into something that not just attracts people, but repels you as well, uh, repels them from you because it, it, that's how powerful your message can be. And uh, it, when you look at the great communicators in history, you, you see that. You see people that they, they know, like, trust them. They want everything that they have to offer. And the rest of them try to shut them down. And this is, um, unfortunately, this is part of our, part of the psychology of attraction is you're going to, at the same time, repel people that you don't resonate with. And so that, that's actually a sign that it's working. And so uh, uh, just continue, 
continue to put your message out there. And if you feel at all reluctant to do so or intimidated, then it just means we've got to go back and, and you've got to tap into something that you believe in so strongly that you're going to shout it no matter who's listening, no matter how many times it takes, because that, that is your, your transformation uh, to the world. This is your purpose, why you're here on the earth. And uh, so for me, that is a spiritual connection that goes way beyond just trying to sell products and services. It's selling ideas, creating transformation in people's lives. And however you do that, somebody needs to hear it. And for many people, it will be the first time they have ever heard it. So always approach it as if whoever you're speaking to, they have never heard it before. And it's all up to you. It's all up to this moment of communication to convey all of that passion and all of that energy and all of that transformation to them. I hope that answers your question. I got kind of carried away there a little bit. Yeah, I, I just loved it. I'm just, I'm like totally into what you're saying. And I so agree. So once you found that message that you are totally passionate about, that you are totally believe in, things will become so much easier. No matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert, you will be sharing with other people. And because your message is so clear, it will draw in the right people. It will repel the, so to speak, wrong people, your wrong people, right? They might right. be right for someone else. And that will give you the opportunity to serve on such a deep level yes. that um, business becomes easier and serving people becomes easier and sales becomes fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, yeah time just flies. I'm so happy we do have a second interview. So what do you want to leave people with to finish off? Just to, to have the courage. Uh, have the courage to really find out who you are. We don't need uh, echoes. We need voices. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that the world is, is really hungry and thirsty for whatever it is that you have to offer. And um, don't be intimidated by that, but embrace that. Rise to the challenge. Get your, you know, master your message and get it out there into the world so that they can begin to benefit from the value that you bring. And you can receive value in return and, and be able to help more people with whatever it is that you do. Yeah, love that. Don't be an echo. Be the voice. Be the voice. Yes. So where, where can people find you? Obviously, I will have all the links in the show notes and the transcript available and the resources. But if somebody says, well, I need to know right now, that's the only thing I want to type into Google. <laughs> where do people yeah. go? Yeah, just go to ralphbrogdon.com and... Um, that's the starting point for for everything that I'm offering and things that I'm developing and and will be rolling out soon. But I'm I'm shifting everything over into uh, strategic communication, and that uh, that's the place to go and connect with me, RalphBrogdon.com. Thank you so so much, and I'm so looking forward to our next conversation.
Well, I really hope that Ralph could bring a little bit light into how you can master your message as well as how you can engage on a better way with your customers and clients and potential clients and how to get more response and have more fun in the process. Because I really like that he is able to combine psychology, marketing, strategic communication, and you can check out all his links. They're just one click away by going to Christine Schlons com find the podcast tab and Ralph's episode and you have the resources there, the transcript, the show notes, everything you need is just one click away. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and find the podcast tab. Also, once you're over there, we are running the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit right now, which is an amazing, amazing online event with over 40 top speakers, all teaching you lead generation in a very holistic way. So we will cover the basics, strategics, paid organic through partnership, challenges, all the good stuff. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com. You can't miss it once you're over there and reserve your seat today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am wishing you a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and bye for now.